What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns. No Sully this week, but our man Jones is here as always, and we are ready to go. We got a few things to talk about. Going to be a short one this week, heading into the 4th of July, but we wanted to put an episode out for you still. So we're going to get it going right away. Big news for my Patriots, Dave. They signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal, and just like that, the playoff and Super Bowl hopes are back on for Tommy. I'm here for it. I mean, before this, I had conceded, you know, the Patriots probably not going to make the playoffs. Bills are going to win the division. Fuck that. Patriots are back, baby. Cam Newton with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. I'm just thinking in my mind with the field of running backs that the Pats have, all these options, all the counters that they'll run. I'm so excited for the Patriots to have a mobile quarterback. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be so fucking sweet. It was it was great watching. It was great and funny watching how quick every Patriot fan went from like, you know, we're done for to all right, back to Super Bowl mode. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true though. But you think about, it, I mean, this guy is an MVP. He's a former MVP. He's had some troubles with injuries the last two years that have really held him back. I mean, he kind of got put on the outs in Carolina. Was in a bad situation all around. I think this is a fresh start for him. I think he's had time to heal. I think there's real potential that he could be, you know, a top six, seven quarterback in the league again. He could go. That's all they need. That's all they yeah. need for him is to be a top, you know, top 10 quarterback in the league with the running backs. We have all the options that they're going to have to literally run the option. I'm just thinking of all these different, like all the schemes that they're going to put out there with the, they already put out a different running back almost every other play yeah. as it is. It's going to be so many different looks. It's going to be so versatile. Oh, I can't wait to see what McDaniels and Belichick come up with. You have to imagine that there's going to be some limitation on his running game. You can't. There's yeah. With with what they have behind him, I mean, obviously we don't know what they know about Stidham, but they wouldn't have made this move if they were entirely confident in Stidham. Uh, so I, I just think that, and with his, you know, obviously his injuries, he he's had injuries, and you know he should be back to full health now, but the fact remains he is coming off potentially career threatening shoulder surgery. So you, you have to be conscious of that and you have to take that into account with a guy like him who's takes more bruises than any quarterback in the last 25 years. You know, the guy gets hit more than anyone. Uh, but he's been fine with it. Guy's a dump truck, you know, 240 (laughs) pound monster. So it's, you know, it's, he's been able to hold up till now. And I don't think that necessarily that, it was the running or the, you know, the hits that really made him take such a step back health wise. Um, but you know, it, it could be, it could go such a wide range of ways for Cam Newton in new England. I mean, oh they, yeah. Where Super Bowl is the roof and you know, four and 12 is the, is the floor. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, at this point it's like, it's really a win-win for the Patriots. You sign him to a, a deal, a one year deal. It's all incentives. So, I mean, it's a $1.4 million cap hit. So they still have all this room in the salary cap. And then, I mean, if it go, like you said, if it goes well, I mean, there's 
Super Bowl potential. And if it doesn't, well, then you're kind of still in the running for Trevor Lawrence. So I, it's almost it's, like to me, it's like kind of the 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 most expected scenario or the most likely scenario is also kind of the worst scenario. Like going going, you know, between eight Nine, and ten and seven. Yeah. yeah, between eight and ten wins and losing in the first round of the playoffs. That's you're gonna come back with the, you know the, a pick between fifteen and twenty, and yep. and not have a quarterback for the future. You know, are you gonna be at least right back to Stidham, trying to figure if that's out if that's the the key play, but if it doesn't, you know, they do get a third round pick, like you said, if he if he leaves in free agency. Right. Well, I'm, so I'm assuming they would get a third rounder for him unless he completely bottoms out, um, but they'll get some compensation for him if he leaves. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a savvy move by the Patriots. I I also like how a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork now saying like, Oh, I called this in March. Like, okay. Yeah. Everyone and their mother saw that Cam Newton was going to be a good fit for the Patriots. Like is a logical move. And six months later or four months later, it happens. And you're like, Oh, I I had this news in March. (laughs) I was reporting this back in March. No, you weren't. You were yeah. putting two and two together like every fucking <laughs> drunk sports fan in America. Yeah, you weren't. We weren't like breaking we, any news that Cam go Newton was going to sign sound. the Patriots. We talked about this in January. Like this was yeah. an option before we knew Brady was leaving. Exactly. I mean, it like uh, even as, as people were talking, we were talking about bringing him in as a backup. Yeah, any <laughs> like, time there is an injured or in some way disgraced former legitimate star the Patriots will be brought up they've been successful with it way too many times to not bring them up you know oh yeah and it's here's my thing too with this if this goes well say you make it you make a deep playoff run he goes out and has a you know he's the fourth best quarterback in the league next year okay then you sign him to a three-year deal yeah and you pay him some money and guess what then you have a guy who's in the age where most quarterbacks are in their prime. What is he, 31 years old? He's basically yeah. had the last two seasons off recovering from injury, so he hasn't been taking hits. He hasn't been dealing that damage. So he's he could come back fresher than ever. I mean, in these videos he's posting of him working out, he looks shredded. He looks yeah. like, he looks stronger than ever. Like, I would hope so. I, I mean, I, I've always been a Cam fan. I hope uh, I hate the Patriots, and I don't want to see them be successful, but I want to – somehow have them not be successful but cam have some type of career resurgence uh yeah the patriots go four and 12 but cam throws for five thousand yards (laughs) yeah yeah exactly it's like yeah we because i mean we can't forget the patriots did lose a lot on the defensive end so i mean yeah it's like there's gonna be that you're not gonna have that best defense in the league that you had last year so that's that was you're gonna gonna need you're gonna need to put up 20 24 points a game Oh, easily. That defense was worth minimum three wins last year. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what? I think through the first, like, seven weeks, they only allowed two touchdowns. It was like... Their schedule was also unreal easy through the first eight weeks. I think, didn't they play, like, they only played, like, one starting quarterback in the first eight weeks? Like, one... It was between injuries and backups and rookies. It was like, they only played one starting quarterback with an actual NFL experience. Yeah, and then you saw when they got tested... You know, yeah. weeks nine through fourteen, they went like three, and they went no, they went like two and four over yeah, that stretch. Like they didn't, you know. Numbers. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, once we played a real offense, you know, I mean, the the Ravens schooled us last year. The Chiefs beat us. It was like 
we really had, you know, those struggles, and it showed that the defense was human. And, I mean, this year, obviously, it's going to take a big step back. But, I mean, I can't wait to see what McDaniels and Belichick come up with for camp. It's going to be so fun to watch. It definitely will. It, it, to have a creative mind like McDaniels uh, calling plays for Cam is going to be is going to be fun. We'll see. And you how. never know. Like I said, you never know what you're going to have coming out of the backfield. It's yeah. different every play most of the time. I mean, we have like three legitimate running backs, and you obviously have one like Sony Michelle. We saw he can. He has I was going to say, are we getting are we getting rookie Sony Michelle? Are we getting last right. year Sony Michelle? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you have that. But you still have James White. You still have Burkhead. You have these guys that are out there. I mean, we lost James Devlin. So between losing him and Gronk in the last two years, you lose big on the blocking. So, I mean, you lose basically another lineman with each of those over the last two years. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, it's exciting. It's definitely, you know, something exciting for the whole NFL and obviously exciting for me. I went from, yeah. you know, conceding the season to, like we said, right back on to Man, this don't get me going, cause <laughs> yeah, to me, like as a someone who hates the Patriots, just naturally, I I have this fear of like, yes, Cam is gonna be great, and you guys are great, like the fucking Patriots. The one year they were gonna have a bad year, like they they pull this and they're actually gonna be decent, you know. Yeah. And then, but then there's the other side of like, I have so many Patriot friends that were just annoyingly all into the tank to get Trevor or right, Justin Fields. Right. And it was just like, fuck you. Like, you're, the one year that you're going to be terrible, you're going to luck into having the greatest college quarterback <laughs> prospect of all time. Literally. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's just the way it goes, though, Dave. It all comes up all the time. I know. All the it's time. such – it really does. It's, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. Belichick made a deal with the devil. Yeah, I know. He's going to – I feel like when he is done coaching – like, he's not going to have time to enjoy anything. He's one of those guys that, like, the year he retires, he dies. I That's hope what I was just going to say. He's, but you know he's what I like, mean? Like, something crazy is going to happen. He's going to die in, like, a helicopter crash or it's gonna. But, he's like one of those, he's like one of those uh, mummies that is, like, vacuum sealed, and then as soon as you open it, their skin just deteriorates because there's been no oxygen. <laughs> so as soon as he retires, he's just going to, his life's going to fall apart because football's been holding it together yeah. for so long. <laughs> yeah, his wife's going to be like, I don't like you this much. I prefer yeah. when you were working 70 hours a week. <laughs> yeah. I only had to deal with you for six. Now I got to yeah. deal with you for 56. It's not cool. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be. Uh, He'll probably just go and retire out in Nantucket, though. He'll just yeah, chill in his house in sure. Nantucket, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, what better life could you ask for, you know? Uh, yeah, At least in, exactly. in the summers. I'm assuming he's got some dope pad in, in Florida somewhere that he goes in the winter. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, he's so private most of the time. But he's going to have to hopefully rename his boat again before uh, before his career is over, though. Hopefully, yeah. you know, he has, like, nine rings or something like that. You just got to get a new boat at that time. Isn't that, like, bad luck to rename a boat? Isn't yeah. That, well, isn't yeah, there something with that? Have to, he would have to buy a new boat, but you can't have nine rings and have a boat and, called... Yeah, Devin. of course. And in that, in that case, I would... I will be the one to take it off the old one. You know, I'll take it off his hands. I'll bear that burden for him. I wouldn't want him to have to go through the stress of finding a buyer. And, you know, just it's he doesn't want to deal with that. He's trying to enjoy his new boat. I'll take the old one off his hands. I'll even keep the name eight rings. I'll wear eight rings while I'm on it. Yeah, exactly. They won't be Super Bowl rings, but you'll wear eight rings. Exactly. The ring pops. Always have something to eat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome though. I'm pumped. I have so much hope for this now. Hopefully, this is an NFL season. So I'm, 
Yeah. You never I mean, know. I mean, these states in the South and the West better figure their shit out so we don't get the fucking NFL season canceled. A lot of chirping yeah. about New York in March and April. I don't hear. I don't hear that same energy now. Real fucking quiet down south and in the west, not figuring out how to fucking flatten the curve, going off fucking oh, yeah. steps here. And now we have now you know Massachusetts, New York, the two worst states are now the only three of the four states on track to contain this thing. Like they're fucking talking about us as models for success. So we that. were the worst, and now we're the best. But yeah. you know that's that northeast mentality, man. We're killers. But the uh, uh, our NBA season, uh, they released the schedule. Schedule looks awesome. I mean, they basically rigged the the Pelicans getting in. Oh yeah, that's I mean, what, what what let's look at the let's just let's just take a look at the uh, Pelicans slate I'm of games. Sure they're the only ones. They with, they're the only ones with a uh, a schedule that the their schedule is a combined under five hundred. Yes, so. So they currently are uh, three and a half games out of a playoff spot. So they have the Jazz, a playoff team. Okay, 41 and 23, tough game. The Clippers, okay, those are their first two games. And then they play the Grizzlies, who are under 500, the Pelicans, who are, they are the Pelicans, the Kings, who are under 500, the Wizards, who are under 500. The Spurs were under 500, and then the Kings again, and then the Magic, who are also under 500. So they have to, they basically have two losses coming their way, maybe one. They're going to lose to the Clippers. They might lose to the Jazz. But then, that Grizzlies game is going to be crucial. Yes, if they win that Grizzlies game, because they lose that Grizzlies game, it's over. If they win that Grizzlies game, then, I mean, we're seeing Zion in the playoffs, because yeah. let's not act like they're going to lose to the Wizards and the uh, Kings. But yeah, these absolutely. guys, do you see the? Um, there was they said that th- three Pelicans tested positive today, but they uh, didn't release who it was. So yeah, I'm glad they're not releasing everybody's fucking name who gets this anymore. Yeah, I mean it's like just because they're athletes doesn't mean you need to put it out there that they have the virus. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it, one, it's literally illegal. It's a HIPAA yeah. violation. <laughs> so, yeah. but it's shams. It's shams and woe. So exactly. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's once we get there, it's going to be impossible to hide, you know, because, right. oh, Just where saying. are they? OK, yeah. they're not here. We know why they're not here. Um, but, yeah, now it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't be a fan of that if I was a, a player. Oh, no, not at all. But it's uh, I mean, now we have players saying they're not going to play. I mean, we already saw um, Avery Bradley wasn't playing. So now the Lakers looking to get J.R. Smith in there. It's uh so you've got players that are already saying fuck this I'm not doing this I don't f- feel safe and I mean they have that right I get it I get yeah. it Avery Bradley's probably the most legitimate one he yeah. he's got kids got like some respiratory ailment or, or right. condition and he's just like he's like I'm obviously not gonna bring my kid there the Lakers are most likely gonna be in the, at least the Western Conference Finals if not the NBA Finals he's like so he's like, I'm not gonna be away from my family for three months. Yeah. For this like bullshit playoff run, I mean, you know they probably have ring if they win. Oh, exactly. So it's like I, I totally get that. But I mean, you've got guys saying they're not going to play. Like who else said they weren't going to play? Um, two of the uh, the guy from the Wizards, Bertans. He said yeah. the center 
he said he was, he was the first one, I believe to say, I don't know if he's got like a medical condition or anything. Um, I think he might just be, you know, not really trying to be involved. You know, obviously, obviously everyone's worried about, no one wants to get the virus. Um, but you know, obviously it's much less dangerous for people without medical conditions. I know Joe Ingalls said months ago, he wouldn't play in a, like unless the virus is gone, I don't. I haven't heard an update if he is playing or not. Uh, right. But I, I know he was very against it. They, I don't remember what his specifics were around if he was or wasn't going to play. But I'm. He he said something to the effect of like I have. If this isn't gone, like I have no problem in picking up my family and moving back to Australia. Like I made plenty of money and for a whole lifetime in my NBA. Right. I, I have no. I have, I have no worries about anything. I could retire today if this virus stays, you know. So yeah, I don't know what just... his deal is, but it's not like the Jazz were going to be a serious, serious contender. Um, what do you think? You think Rudy Gobert going to get some some tough fouls coming his way? Yeah, like, I mean, I think I don't know though because like I feel like at first it definitely was like oh, it's your fucking fault that all these NBA players are getting it. But then you see how many people ended up getting it, so now yeah. it's kind of Third less severe. Fighting the Lord on him. And also, what was interesting that wasn't talked about was that when Christian Wood, the Pistons center, tested positive like a few days later, and the last game before, like the, the Jazz game got canceled that night. That was like the last game of the NBA season. Yeah. And the, the game before that, they had played the Pistons. And... Christian oh, guarding, oh, guarded Gobert, oh, yeah. Came a chicken and an egg thing, like who who gave it to who, who had it first. Right. But that didn't get any coverage. So Gobert, because by that point, Gobert was already the scapegoat. He was already the memes. He was already yeah. the head. There was no, you could have said, yep, we scientifically proved that he got it from Christian Wood, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, well, what about the reporters whose recorders he touched? That's the other thing. thing. Bear Did was they get it? an asshole about it so yes, yeah it was no way that like he was gonna recover from that and you know i they say him and donovan mitchell are cool now but i can't imagine that that's something you you might be able to forgive but you're not gonna forget that because donovan yeah, mitchell you know, got it too right after that and right. he said and apparently gobert was being like purposefully touchy-feely in practice obviously he didn't know he had it at that time but he right. was being like, like he did with the microphones. He was stupidly joking, like, "Oh, I got the virus. I'm touching it." And he was doing that in practice with players, and Mitchell got it. Luckily, Mitchell had no symptoms. Um, Gobert right. still can't taste shit three months later. Real, well, I guess that's kind of karma, you know. I guess that's kind of that's yeah, the you risk you take. Don't get any. You get no happiness. Yeah, no happiness. You can't taste and you can't smell anything. I don't know if I would mind the not smelling, but the not tasting, that sucks. Aren't they related? Aren't they? Don't the people, like, if you can't smell, isn't your taste, like, severely limited? Or, uh, I is, thought it was the opposite. I thought when one of your senses was gone, the others were, like, heightened. I think that, I think it's only with, I, I think that's true to an extent. Also, I've heard that that's not actually true. It's just that you focus on the other ones more because. Oh, true. Yeah, if you can't see. Yeah. You know, you can't see, so you're really hyperactive, focused on your hearing, you know? Yeah. Or you can't, you can't smell, so you're really focused on, like, looking at things and, you know, looking around. So, I, I don't know. Obviously, I hope I never have to put that to test. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, it, although a blind guy on the podcast, that might bring some fucking more clicks, man. That's if true. one of us was that's blind, that's true. That could definitely uh, a sympathy vote at least. Yeah, we'd have like our own blind Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he did, <laughs> yeah, he, he's back. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I hope none of us go blind either. I would rather I would rather lose all other all four senses outside of my vision than lose my vision and keep the other four senses. Yeah, I agree with that. Not being able to see would suck. Being able to see it's so far and away the best most important sense. Like take my take my touch, take my taste, take my smell, take my hearing. Just let me keep my eyes. I yeah, also yeah. Have fantastic vision. Like I have better than 2020 vision, so I've always like really appreciated my eyes. Um, so that I would never, I, I couldn't even imagine being. I can't even imagine having to wear glasses, like let alone yeah. blind. My vision is deteriorating. I could probably use a trip to the eye doctor, but that would require going to the actual doctor, and that's just not something I do. Also, so, yeah, I I think the last time I went to the eye doctor, I was like 12. I just yeah, don't, I, mean, I don't go. I don't have a need to go. My eyes are perfect. And I just, it's like, someone asked me not too long ago, like when I, last time I went or had an eye exam, I was like, I don't know, like fucking like 10 years old. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> time I remember going. The last, Cause I go to the, I, you know, every once in a while you run into life where you got to do like the eye test, like yes. on a, you know, read the letters or something. And I'm yeah. always just in the bottom row. I'm like, yeah, X, X, Y, G, X, V, nine, seven, four. And like read it yeah. perfectly in two seconds. And they're like, okay. So to me, that's an eye test and I'm, I'm passing. Yeah, I'm you're good. good. Yeah. I, uh, I first day at my, uh, job, I work for a medical company or a company in the medical field. And they were asking us about like, Oh, experience with something that we make, um, at doctor's office. Like, Oh, when's the last time you went to the doctor? They asked me. And I was like, like fucking 2015 i'm like what they're like what i was like yeah i was like i'm fine they're like yeah don't you need like your tetanus shot i was like maybe but like i haven't gotten tetanus yet so i'm pretty good yeah i mean i you know the doctor hasn't told me i need anything so why would <laughs> yeah, I they haven't reached out and then i think like, last hurts. <laughs> the last time i went to like an actual physical was like the last time i went to like my pediatrician when i was like 20 yeah. <laughs> And and even then he was like, you got to stop coming, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey. yeah, he's like, hey, man, I don't like. You're like more of a man than I am. Like, actual stop. Like, you can't you can't be coming here anymore. There's a choo choo train in the in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like, bro, you were playing. What are those things called? With the the the, the, the things like on the the, the, <laughs> the, the yes. Boxes. Yeah, my so like, hey, man. Yeah, they're like, if you're going to come here, at least don't play with the toys in the waiting room. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I will take a lollipop on the way out while we're at it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A little fucking, like, mermaid band-aid on my, my flu shot. Like. Hey, they don't uh, yeah. – type of service at CVS. You know what? I want the I want the cool Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle band-aid. Exactly. Exactly. Got to keep some, like, sense of childhood wonder alive. Just going to the pediatrician is my way of doing it. <laughs> but that was a uh, yeah. tangent. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. Um, yeah. And then with baseball, we also have some players saying that they're uh, sitting out. I mean, um, 
Who was it on the national? Mike, Mike, Mike Leak was, I believe, the first one to say he's done. He's not collecting any money. He's not playing at all. It's, I mean, the, the the guys that are doing that are just, yeah, I'm I'm not uh, playing and I'm not collecting any money. Yeah, and I mean, if you most of the guys who invest their money well and are well off, it's like, why, why do it? Like, why? Exactly. Yeah, there's really no point. You're not really. Because they were like, oh, he's slated to make $16 million this year. I'm like, but he wouldn't have gotten that. He was going to get like $4 million, you know? Right. Five, and $6 million out of his $16 million. So, what, you know, it's not nearly as big of a loss as some people might think. Yeah, it's, it's – no, it's definitely not. And, I mean, it, it's not worth the stress. And it's like if you were really against it, at least you had the option. And, I mean, there's other players who can come in and take your spot. And if you're a player who – is worth it. Someone's going to bring you back next year, whether you're still under the same contract or you're a free agent. Like this isn't not playing this year. I don't think will hurt you going yeah. forward. I think they did say, I don't remember if it was the NBA or the MLB that said it, but someone said, if you don't play the following season, like the 2021 season, like, you know, the yep. NBA normally starts in October. If you don't play this next season, it doesn't count towards your free agency. So like oh. if you have three years left in your deal and you don't play, you don't get paid and you still have three years left in your deal. Huh. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Cause then that has to mess with the salary. So it must, it must still it count either that as a salary cap hit. Yeah. It was either that or you don't get paid and you do count it. Like, it does count towards your deal. Like it just gets deducted off your deal right. and you don't have to, but you don't get any money. I forget oh. which one it was, but it, I was like, Oh, that's a certainly an interesting angle. But, yeah. You know, that's got a, NBA players. You got a, a fully guaranteed contract. You got, you got to be there. You got to, you got to there to get that money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can't, you can't risk losing out on all that. I mean, in baseball too, it's like, what if you're a guy, I mean, if you don't want to play, then why don't you just go and then, oh, if you're a pitcher, oh, i got this shoulder thing going on. Oh, I can't do pitch. It. Your money's guaranteed. Can't do it, coach. Yeah, I mean, I, it's so true. I mean, I guess them being, you know, away from their families, I don't know. But, like, baseball's doing a regular season, you know. They got yeah. a normal thing. Although I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how much this these new waves really impacts baseball. Because if all these states out west and the south keep getting worse, I mean, what are they going to do? They closed Florida. You know, they, there's yeah. all these states that are now in jeopardy again, um, and they're doing all the you know all the New York Northeast teams are doing spring training up here. It was the Phillies went back and like half the team tested positive for coronavirus. They had to come back to Philadelphia. <laughs> That's they were in crazy. Florida like a few days, and they got fucked. I uh, I wonder if the NBA has like a contingency plan with how bad Florida is right now. Like if they've got something in their back pocket where Florida goes wrong, they have somewhere else they can go. I wonder. Um, I haven't heard about it, and even my source in the NBA uh, has not told me anything about that. But as far as I understand, I don't think there is a contingency plan. I think if this doesn't work, the season's just done. You know, done, yeah. I think if this doesn't work, they have to focus on 2021 or 20. You know, the the next season, what it would be. Um, yeah. 
I, you know, you know me, I've been saying ever since this pandemic broke out, you know, within a month of it breaking out, I said, cancel the season. There's no reason to end or finish the season. Focus on not letting next season get hurt. Um, yeah. But they, they didn't want to do that. So here we are. But I don't, I don't know. I don't see how there could be a contingency plan without completely demolishing two, maybe the next, this season and next season, and maybe even the season after that. You're already looking at no fans in the stands as of now. Like, why are we trying to push our luck, you know? Yeah, and it, this is really, I mean, it's like, I feel like if this does go bad and it gets canceled, it hurts the chances of next season just because it was probably too soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, if, if, if anything, this was too soon, and then that's just going to hurt everything down the line because you wanted to get back. So it's like, exactly. you're really taking a huge risk here. If there's any silver lining, at least it now shows like all these states that were so gung ho about opening early and and all these organizations. Now it's like, okay, there's no debate anymore. Like this is a real thing and we can't just open up like you have to do it how New York and the Northeast did it. You know, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. You open up slowly in stages, very methodically, and you beat this. This is how it's done. We we've set the blueprint now there's there's no debating it now. There's no we didn't. No, there's we ran, not. Yeah. We ran your dumb trial test run that you thought was gonna work out, and it fucking blew up in your face. And now everyone could end up suffering because of it. But now it's, we know what the blueprint is. You know, New York and Massachusetts and Connecticut, and New Jersey. We've shown you the roadmap. Do it. Yep. Yeah. Now it's like today was the first day since the start that there was no deaths in Massachusetts. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. You want to, you know, no deaths is, is the goal, you know? Yeah. And obviously there's like, yeah, there's a little bit, only 140 something new cases, but I mean, they're testing like five times what they were three months ago. So yeah. it's like, it's crazy. You're going to have more cases, but it's obviously less of a percentage. I think they, we have the lowest infection rate in the country now. It's like below 2% or transmission yeah. rate rather. So it's like, yeah. It's yeah, great. so I mean, it, it's like, yeah, like you said, we laid out the blueprint, and yeah, those states probably, uh, probably hurt everything in the long run. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I think because now they're back to square one, they're back to where they were three months yeah. ago. Or they, where we they're, were they're worse. Months. They're worse from where they were three months ago. That's the thing. Those states, they kind of got it hit. Li- they got hit lighter in first. Well, we don't know if it was actually lighter because of lack of testing, but. Right. They didn't have anywhere near these numbers. Now they're those all those states out in the south and the west. They're worse than they've ever been, and that's the problem. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, this is a second bump or a second wave. It's it's worse than they've ever been, and that's what's gonna, you know, kill it for the rest of us. I just yeah, hope they smarten up they and are, get it, get it yeah, under control. They're, they're far as fuck from us. And yeah, it's kind of their problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Texas. Let's just have all the sports in New York, and only people in New York can watch them. Because yeah, <laughs> or yep. in the Northeast, only people in the Northeast can watch them. We'll we'll put you know like ten teams in Maine, you know five teams in Massachusetts, two in Rhode Island, five in Connecticut, ten in New York. It's fine. There's there's the whole league right there. Why don't they just go to like Wyoming or Montana or somewhere? If it, if it's not gonna be a uh, like there's not gonna be fans. I'm sure there's a college baseball stadium that is big enough to be an MLB park, and you go and you play there, like yeah. at the University of Montana or Wyoming or Idaho. Somewhat like those states up in the north that are just like so rural and there's so little population. Like 
put all the teams there and do it. And yeah, you just I mean, travel between those three states. Like there's neighborhoods in in Manhattan with more people than the population even, of the entire yeah. state of Wyoming. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a that's a real possibility. Then you get into the whole, you know, being away from your families and everything for an extended period. Blah blah blah. Right. I feel like the only way that this this Disney thing is working for the NBA is because it's a shorter period. You know, and they can bring their families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're only actually going to have to be away from their immediate family for those eight games, the eight games before the playoffs. Once the playoffs start, then the families can come. Right. So yeah, yeah, because they're obviously not going to bring in people who aren't going to be there long term. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw Stephen A. Uh, dropping some some points that I made about two or three weeks ago about the NBA players breaking quarantine for sex. <laughs> Everyone's Steven talking. He, he made that. Off of it. I know. He, he made that comment. I see it running around the internet. I'm like, fucking Stephen. I made that comment like three weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> oh, well, that's like I was listening to PMT the other day, and I hear Big Cat a couple days after we recorded throw out the 27 and a half rings comment. And I yeah. was like, hey, hey, bitch, why don't you, why don't you be original? Why don't you be <laughs> original? <laughs> I know you heard me say it, Dan. I know yeah. you heard me say it. <laughs> Oh, that would be that'd be great. No, it's funny when you hear, uh, you know, big time guys talk about, you know, think kind of the same way you do, especially when it's like not very politically correct. You know, I, it, right. talking about breaking quarantine for sex is not exactly something you'd expect to hear on ESPN. Uh, but it's yeah, true. Well, Steven, like it's Steven, it's, Steven, it's Steven, a true. Thing. That's true. He, he's, a, he's a horny fellow. He's almost as bad as Ray Allen, but not quite. Yeah, I've heard some stories about Ray Allen. Yeah, well, remember that Ray Allen thing he tweeted on accident? He meant to DM, and he just tweeted, and he's like, it was pretty, it was pretty descriptive and graphic, and it was meant for a lady. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Ray Ray. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna repeat it, but it was graphic. I, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's pretty much all we have for the week. We just want to put a quick one out. Um. Yeah, solid episode though. Quick, quick got a lot in there. Um, as always, go follow our socials. Um, at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out BleacherFan.com and check out our store. Bunch of great merch in there. I'm rocking mine right now. Dave's got a whole pile of stuff over at his place. Uh, yeah, go support us so we can keep doing this. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen if you can. And uh, we will be back next week. Yes. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America.